0: Plus taxes and fees. Customers may notice lower speeds and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video at 480p. Unlimited while on our network. Qualifying credit. Full plus lines required. Capable device required for 5G. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain features. CTMobile.com. You feeling stuck lately? Like life's passing you by? get to know Maya. Acronym, My Ambition, Your Ambition. Reconnect with your dreams, your goals, your ambitions. Find your motivation and start to live the life you desire. Explore the Maya, My Ambition, Your Ambition podcast at mayaakai.com. Happy Saturday, everyone. Welcome to Another installment of Maya Reflection, which are companion podcasts to full episode topics. And it's created for the kind of additional feedback. When people listen to an episode, they may come to me and say, oh, I got a couple questions about something you proposed. Um, Can you give me more insight into this? And so the Maya Reflection is a response to those questions that I get from people. So episode five, which is available at mayakai.com, you should go check it out. Um, It was an expansion of episode four, where we're really taking the time to dive deep into that personal relationship realm. I'm going to tie a thread into it because I think I can share something with people that's going to really help them connect with this. I do understand when it comes to talking about, you know, self-improvement, self-help. God forbid you say the dirty word, mental health, which I like to refer to as mental wellness. People tend to clam up and not listen. And I guarantee you, if you go back and listen to my episodes, there are now six of them. Six is available. If you go to the red table that Will and Jada just had, and you listen to my episodes, you will have some different insight into what the conversation was that they had at that table. But I'm doing this so that you can have your own red table and to begin to understand the challenges that exist in personal relationships with yourself and how that rolls into others. And the Will and Jada situation is such a perfect example of everything that I've been talking about. But I think people, like I said, they shy away from its it's mental wellness. Maya's talking mental health to me. She's not talking sports. So with that being said, um, episode five, which is a window to the world of you, was talking about using outside feedback as a way to begin to understand how congruent you are and the person that you think you are and the person that you project to others. And I know, as I said, you have plenty of people who will say, I don't care what other people think. And I'm going to always challenge you on that and say, that's a bald-faced lie. And I'm going to tell you why it is. It is because you don't necessarily care about what everybody thinks. You care about what specific people in your life think. I'm going to keep pushing that. Trust me, you care what your boss thinks at you at work. Because that could be the difference of how you're treated, if you get promoted, if your work is acknowledged. So it matters. It matters to you what your significant other thinks of you. If they think poorly of you, that tends to reflect in every aspect of your relationship, what your children think of you. Do they look at you as a role model? Do they see you as a hardworking individual? Trust me, you care what your offspring think of you. So to try to convince yourself that you don't care and that you live in, I like to say, your self silo isn't real. So episode five dives into giving you a tool to help you gain feedback of how others perceived you. It's called Jahari Window. So if you go to mayakai.com and you go to the podcast research section, you're going to find a test that you can take, that you pick a series of words that you think best describe you and it's limited. And then you share this test with people that you feel really know you. I can't remember if it's for five people. I can't remember. It's been a while since I took the test myself. And then they pick words they feel describe you and you get the results back and it's anonymous. So you don't know who said what, but what you're looking for in the feedback that you got from somebody else is if likely you say pick words that are intelligent, trustworthy, loyal, assertive, like say you pick like words like that to describe yourself, because in the core of who we are, the chances that you pick more descriptors that are negative and positive are either indicative you have great insight of yourself or you're afraid to be honest. You'll know when you get the feedback from others. Now, here's the thing. What other people think of you are not always hard, fast, and true. But it will tell you that if you feel that at the core, you are a person of integrity, but yet somehow other people don't see that, the question is why don't they see that? This is why episode six, which is about communication styles, will blow the lid off of all of this, especially with the Will and Jada talk. I'm gonna tell you something. That red table, and I'm encouraging everyone to get your own red table going with with yourself. And you can choose to invite people to that table with you that maybe you feel like you need to have salient conversations with about things that are going on. That was the most intimate red table we've ever seen to me, Jada do. And I'm gonna tell you something. I can't tell you that I felt it was 100% transparent because they were trying to within themselves moderate the conversation. And most people picked up on Will's body language of kind of what was happening. I'm not going to give my assessment If I was a counselor sitting at that table with them, they're therapists. I would have had an entirely different approach to how I went with this because I don't feel it was exactly transparent. I think it was something that was done as a response and they wanted to give a proper answer, but I don't feel it was necessarily as transparent as it could have been. So I'm gonna use that as an example in talking about this in this episode, because I think people will be able to con- you know, kind of connect with it and you might go back and watch it differently. But the purpose of it isn't for you to get connected with Will and Jada. It's to make you understand of how these very things could be happening within your own life and you don't realize it. So Jahari Window is a feedback tool that has helped to expose different realms of your personality. It's like, it's called Jahari Window because of two people that created it. It's a combination of their names, it doesn't matter. Um, But they created quadrants or panes to help you understand perception So there's one area specifically that is something that's known to you as well as others. Now, if you take the Will and Jada thing, as they talked about their relationship, um, and if you noticed what was very interesting about that interview, it was all from the perspective of Jada. Did you notice we heard nothing about Will's feedback? Will proposed a couple of questions or he wanted some redirection in answer. But we never really heard the key thing that we needed to understand, that to me would have exactly told you what we were dealing with, but I'll get to that in a minute. So if you look at their conversation, the one thing they agreed about is that they both came into their relationship, not necessarily as broken people, but definitely some issues. He realized she had some issues, She realized he had some issues. So that was something that was known to the both of them when they decided to get together. So within Jahari's window, one of the realms of understanding is something that you both understand about you or each other. Another realm of Jahari's window is something that I know about me that maybe you don't know about me. So in the case of Jada, what we came to understand or what she implied is that she was not very happy and there were things about herself that she didn't understand, that she was missing. And that unhappiness was driving whatever was the split within their relationship. So for a while that was known to her, but not known to Will. Until so perhaps they explained that they decided to go their separate ways. And it was interesting because notice, they never said the dirty word is, we were about to get a divorce. Did you notice their language was very specific and designed in the conversation? So we don't know if they meant they just took a time out to go explore where they were both at emotionally. And if this was a relationship they wanted to pursue or if they legitimately were done and they kept making it seem like they were done, but yet they never said the divorce word. This is where a therapist becomes that mediator and really helps to direct the conversation that was missing at that red table. So what was maybe not known to Will was on how unhappy that Jada was in their relationship until maybe it got to that point. Then another realm of Jahari's window is perhaps what is known to someone else that is not known to you. And in that situation, I don't know that I can say that Jada does not know there's a level of narcissism to her personality, but Will knew it. And I'll tell you how it wasn't just that interview that told me that he knew it. Years ago, Will and Jada, because, you know, they were looking at that power couple in Hollywood, sticking it out. They're happy. The Smiths are doing it. That's how people looked at Will and Jada. There was an episode, they were on Oprah. This was years ago. And in the course of the conversation, Jada says, Will loves my dirty draws. And he got a laugh like, ha ha ha. You know, and the, the audience erupted. But that was a peek into her narcissism. And I don't know if Will knew it, but I had a feeling he, maybe he wouldn't have labeled it narcissistic, but he knew that Jada was really about Jada. He knew that probably more than he knew that in the beginning of when they got together. And then there's that realm of Jahari's window that is unknown to everyone. And what I think that in that time of being separated and Jada having what Will termed a transgression, but Jada refused to acknowledge as a transgression because she felt it was personal growth for herself. So it wasn't a transgression, it's what I needed. Will was speaking to it in terms of their relationship, that was a transgression. If you noticed, almost everything within that respective conversation was about Jada. It really wasn't about the relationship or the marriage. That's a whole nother dynamic that's different. But what we came to be, came out of that relationship that she entanglement, as she called it, not a relationship. And I'm pretty sure if August Elcina thought about it, he's like, I don't know how entangled we were. We were probably in a relationship. Language is everything. And I felt at that round table, it was a lot of language. It was about saying the right words and structuring things. But what they came to understand, and and, and Jada spoke to this, was that she came to realize her past trauma had really created a codependency that she had within relationships and that she had a need to fix others when in actuality, she was the one who needed to be fixed. And that was something that became a revelation for both of them through what happened through their marriage. So that's kind of how Jahari Wendell plays out. I'm using Will and Jada to talk about this because people were watching it. And maybe you can then start to see this in the conversation. It's in When you apply that to you, the same thing happens. When you're looking to use outside feedback of how others perceive you. It isn't so much about how they perceive you as right or wrong. It's about does it align with how you feel you are as a person? Because if you want to find ways to not have what happened within that marriage, the key thing is, and I keep explaining this to people, if you are not connected with self, you will not properly connect with others. Let that sit there where it is for a second. Hmm. If you are not connected with yourself, you will never be able to properly connect with others. So though you may feel at the core of who you are, that you're loyal, reliable, intelligent, have great integrity, the way you may be interacting with other people, because one, maybe you don't know you are those things, or you don't know how to display those things, creates a different message. This is why I love episode six that's available now. It talks about your communication style, you know, passive, aggressive, passive-aggressive, and assertive, I cannot tell you how your communication style has absolutely either impacted, impeded, or succeeded everything you've ever done in your life. And understanding how you feel emotionally, because remember, emotions are driven by thought. You have a preconceived notion about most things in your life that you deal with, seriously. You legitimately will say, I feel this way about this person or this situation. So you create in your mind what you feel is going to be your approach before or whether it's based on fact or based on the fact that just you feel a certain way about it. And then from that, the emotion is elicited. So let's just say there's a person at work you don't like and you have no idea why. You may be standoffish to that person. You may give them the silent treatment, a cold shoulder because of the way that you have considered how you think. This is how you feel. Now your behavior is reflected in your communication style. And it is a thing for most people that creates conflict in their relationships because they don't properly know how to communicate. And there's goals to communication, even if you never thought that there was. And the reason that even right now, if I move beyond Will and Jada and the red table, and I take this to a larger world conversation, one of the larger issues that we have within our respective society is that people don't know how to properly communicate. Because either one, they don't know what they really think. So trying to relate something doesn't matter. Or here's the one that plagues most people. If they just can get it off and say it, they feel accomplished. If someone can just find the voice to say it, they feel accomplished. But what's important in communication is, did the message get properly received or did you leave a person having to read between the lines? And if you left someone to leave to read between the lines, chances are your message was not properly delivered and the outcome you were hoping for might be 50-50, depending on the situation. But that's episode six. But episode four and five are the very essence of the things that are gonna help you to be a better communicator, because it dives into understanding, I am the way I am because of this. Now, now that I have an idea of how I am, how am I projecting that to other people? I'm gonna wrap this up and tell you a quick story that I shared in episode six about Ayama Van Zandt, who became, before she became the self-help guru, um, and you know, I would say that Ayama is very assertive in her communication style, but if you're not familiar with her, if she's not famous, she would probably come across very aggressive. And she said, when she was working, I forgot what the job was, she was in New York City, and she had a disagreement with a coworker who happened to be white. I'm gonna say race, because it does play into this, because the Angry black woman, the aggressive black male, are stereotypes that are rooted in communication styles. I just want you to know that. And she said she went to lunch. Her and the co-worker disagreed. When she came back from lunch, her boss is like, what did you do? I'm going to make a joke. To Karen. Her name was not Karen. And I know that was wrong to say it, but I did it. So she's like, what do you mean, what did I do to Karen? She goes, I went to lunch. We had a disagreement about a situation. We're working on the project. And I told her what I thought about what was going on. He goes, well, when I came back to my office, Karen was in the supply closet. And Ayala was like, what? She goes, when I left, Karen was at her desk. What are you talking about? The thing was, her boss believed, based on Karen's story, that Ayala really had threatened or made her feel threatened in their interaction, because it was about communication styles. And it was easy for her boss to believe that about Ayala because of how she presented herself. Even though, is like, I swear right to this day. I didn't say anything threatening. I was just a matter of fact in the situation. Remember, based on your situation with people, aggression can be assertive depending upon what people's perception of you. So a lot of motivational speakers are real intense, but that intensity on a one-on-one situation might be looked at as aggressive and not assertive, but to a group of 500 people, it looks like energy. And those are the things you have to come to understand when you are having exchanges with people about how you are delivering your message. You never want your message to get lost in translation because you were more focused on saying it than making sure people understood it. And there's a whole bunch of other back-end things to that. But that's episode six and it's worth listening to. Matter of fact, all my episodes are listening to. Remember, you can find all episodes of Maya, My Ambition, Your Ambition, at mayakai.com, but it's also available in the iTunes, Google, and iHeartRadio platform podcast platforms. You can find them there. That happens to be the way that you like to listen to podcasts. So check them out. Um, I guarantee you, if you're not ready to dig into you, which most people don't want to, which is unfortunate because digging into you, digging your heels into getting to understand yourself can be the very thing that can change your life emotionally, mentally, physically, and financially. That's how big mental wellness and awareness can change your life but it does mean some doing some work and sometimes some heavy lifting and a lot of people feel uncomfortable about it. And that's unfortunate, but either way, that's it for Maya reflection, episode five, the window to the world of you create your own red table, be able to sit down and address the things that really you feel that are bothering you or creating a disconnect in your life or your relationships and be ready to address them. Mind you, be careful with saying words like transparency, because that's a dangerous word. Because in order to be transparent, you have to be able to be objective. And if you haven't got to the point where you can be objective about yourself, the chances of you being able to be 100% transparent is not there. There might be a variation in your transparency, but it won't be 100%. So hence, you know there's like a gauge where you can say, hey, I'm not opaque, but I'm not exactly transparent. But If you do a little work, You can get to that point and it actually can be very liberating. All right. That's it, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Check out episode five, the window to the world of you. And of course, episode six about your communication style is now available. It's called, how do you talk the talk? It's worth listening to. Until next time, everybody, enjoy the rest of your weekend. And I will check in with you for the, my reflection for episode six, which will be coming around next week as well. Everyone have a good one. Get inspired, get motivated with Maya Akai and the Maya, My Ambition, Your Ambition podcast. Something that I take pride in is trying to be forward thinking, thinking outside the box, challenging myself. And as I challenge myself, hopefully I challenge you. Find Maya on Twitter and Instagram at Maya underscore Akai. On Facebook at Maya Akai Presents. Advancements in the medical field are giving nurses faster, more effective results than ever before.